right, welcome to the Drown a Bet podcast. My name is James. I'm here with Nolan. Um, after a month-long hiatus, we came back really hot last weekend. We missed one bet. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I think we got like 95% of our bets. We won. Like that was that was yeah. really that was a good week. It was a that good was awesome. weekend. I know. And the, the only one that we missed was a like it was a long shot. It was a long shot, right? Yeah. So it's not I don't count that as like missing a spread, no. you know. So And and not for nothing. Like we didn't it's not like we just went like chalk or or bet like a bunch of minus 200s. Like they were all like even odds or better. And yeah. We we we're yeah. we're good at predicting things if we can talk about them. It's true. And um, just following along with the complete gambler's fallacy, since I did so well last weekend on three bets, I now have a lot more bets this weekend to continue my my hot streak, you know? That's exactly how odds are supposed to work, Nolan, right? Uh, for you in your household. Yes. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking back. We, I'm sorry. I, I Whenever we're successful, I want to look back at our bets that we made. Yeah, like Man City under... The Man yep. U Arsenal game was under. Timo scored. We, we won all the Chelsea ones. Mm-hmm. I bet Southampton draw no bet and Leicester to win. Like, yeah, that was that was a very successful and weekend. The under on the Arsenal match. And then yeah. I also, my the one thing I was most proud of was correctly swerving my the Wolves bets that I had been doing mm-hmm. about the, the halftime, full-time, and also second-half score, high scoring. I swerved those and just went for Wolves money line because I thought Palace would... Uh, we concede a bit. So yeah, feeling good, man. Feeling good. This is good energy. This is it it is. Oh my god. And you know, nothing else in the world is going on of any stress at all. It's a midday on a Thursday here in the States. Everything is hunky dory across the country. We can just talk about some gambling and go off into our own little escapism uh world here. It's it's, it's all good. Yeah, what well, what was your process? Not to get political, but uh, what was your process on Tuesday night? Did you just go to bed early and just like whatever? I hammered I'm, I cannot emphasize how much I hammered the Were live. Were you in shop class, just hammering wood? I was, I was completely sober, so not even going to take that context. Okay. I, was, I just sat there with a little LaCroix, and I had a fun-sized pack of watermelon Sour Patch Kids that I was kind of working my way through. So okay. it, was, it was a rager, rager okay. over here. Yeah. And then as soon as Florida went for Trump, I slammed the Biden money line, which went from which was like minus 200, and I got it at plus 350. Okay. Yeah, I um, I let's say I have more units on that right now than I do, or than I probably have ever had on a Premier League game. So <laughs> that's how I handled it, Nolan. How did you handle it? Uh, you know, I I uh was just doom scrolling uh throughout the night, and then uh, our little baby girl did not want to go to sleep, so I just was walking around as she was fussy um drinking chardonnay and listening to npr until four in the morning so that was my night you drink chardonnay until four o'clock god damn when, when do you drink chardonnay <laughs> that's that's a good point that's a good point <laughs> all right <laughs> enough bantering man let's uh <laughs> let's let's get into this week um you know it's because i'm a classy lady this- that's why yeah the the early morning chardonnay is the classiest time to have chardonnay <laughs> pre-dawn chardonnay um we got a, a, I can't say this enough. We have a big Friday of matches <laughs> to, to talk about. Well, for, uh, so. Before we go into it, do you want to save the, the big match of the weekend? Do you want to do that first or do you want to do that last? Um, Crystal Palace leads. 
Don't poke me. Let's get it out of the way. All right, because I was I was going to set us up to have a very um, disappointing end to the podcast by talking about that game last and not having much I want to talk about. So let's start it off. That's a good idea. Okay. Um, Oh God! Okay, here we go again. Um, and just to lay, let's lay the, down the 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 placemat. Uh, Manchester City plays play Liverpool on Sunday. Yes, yes, they do. And we are a Man City fan and a Liverpool fan that hosts a podcast together. And aren't we um, the worst? That uh, we are the Jesus. Christ. This must just irritate the shit out of any European listeners. <laughs> but um, dude, I, I I have a tough time with this this game. I my lean is the under. Um, city defense has been great in the last month and since guys have been coming back from injury. Um, but it's a game of conflicting trends, right? So, Mm -hmm. uh, under 2.5 for four straight for man city. And it's been over 2.5 for nine of the last 10 games for Liverpool. Yeah. That's, um, rocking a hard place right there. Yeah. I'm honestly, I am, I'm considering not placing a bet on this and just kind of trying, trying to enjoy it for what, for what it is. Um, city really cannot drop points right now. Um, even with a match in hand. This is this is a big game for 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 both teams. It's the biggest game. What did you say? So oh, far, a match in hand. You said that really quickly. I had no idea. I was like, is that a new player that they picked up? Is that a left back? <laughs> no, 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 no. What's your read, man? Uh, and 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 by the way, we don't have to bet on this game. We can just watch it, and like that's it. Uh, that's my plan, honestly. But um, I I, I this rivalry. First of all, I'm glad that is it's a good rivalry. It's fun. Yeah. Um. It's one of those where Liverpool win at home, Man City win at home. Like that's they just kind of pass off those those three points on either side, and mm-hmm. and Liverpool. I I know you don't like these trends, but in the past ten years, going to the Etihad, uh, Liverpool have won one game and lost seven games. And I know you don't like looking at those historical trends because, like, okay, they're two Ste- very Ste- different teams, yeah. Yeah. you know, 10 years ago. But, like, I don't know. They were two really good teams, and that goes into very much into the Pep years and, and the Klopp years, where Liverpool just don't win at the Etihad in the league. Um, yeah. So I, 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 I'm going with City Moneyline. Um, just the fact that Liverpool have the worst defense in, in the league right now, maybe second worst technically yeah and you know there, there's some injuries on on the striking force of, of man city but i don't know they got to rest man city rested a lot of their main squad in in champions league uh liverpool did not mm-hmm. and you know I, I the under you could say the under is there i don't know i i think man city get it done i think it'll be three one or something like that Okay. All right. Well, that, that makes me happy to hear. Uh, Gabriel Jesus is back, by the way. I'm expecting him to start, and there's a chance Aguero makes the bench. So some some of the, the striking issues um, that have been ailing City. They usually just get themselves. it done at home. They just usually get it done at home. And Torres has been great, too, man. I've really been watching, um, enjoying him a lot this season mm. um, as, as the new signing. But okay, so Nolan's on, on City money line and expecting a 3-1. Um, I'm... I'm more more on the fence but i you know, okay. i mean obviously if you've been listening to this podcast for years now um i'm obviously going to place a man city to win bet in this because i'm a basic fanboy bitch so yeah. <laughs> is there is there a bet can okay var is going to fuck over one team can var fuck over both teams is that possible cuz usually oh yeah oh yeah it's definitely possible usually var 
can only fuck one team gets the better of it but it it feels like there's going to be some controversy is there can we bet on that i don't know i i wish we we still need to create our own our own sports book we talked about this last pod i yeah. forget what the, the circumstance was but oh in injury a, uh in injury yeah. time that's right <laughs> yeah all right so good job getting that out of the way now i don't have to get i, I was nervous to talk about that game i'll be honest and now smooth sailing yeah. moving forward um so let's get right into it, dude. We got the a yeah, barn let, let, burner. Let's let's get a, into it, okay? <laughs> a barn burner of a Friday morning match here, man. Mm. Brighton Burnley. Huh. <laughs> Talk to me about it, Nolan. What do you see? It screams under to me, um, but I'm. It's like the unstoppable force of shit striking an, an, an immovable object of shit defense here. So I don't know. Burnley can't score. Brighton's defense is is terrible. Um, Talk to me. A great descriptor, first of all. <laughs> uh, it's just, I don't know. It's just two struggling teams. I mean, Brighton, I think, are the best terrible team in the league. Because yeah. whenever you watch, they're, they're just an, I don't know. They just can't get it done results-wise. And they're very fun to watch, but they're just, they're awful. And Burnley have, you know, nine first-team players, maybe, give or take. Did you- the dude, Burnley's midfield has been so terrible this season. I mean, their strike force, the, the three strikers that they have are at least professional players, and I think they, they deserve to be in the Premier League, like between uh, Wood and, and Barnes and such. And it's just, they're just not getting any opportunities to to score. It's, yeah, Burnley, Burnley are in a, a tough place right now, man. Um, do, you have a, do you have a play for this game? No, I don't. I don't. I'm not going to watch it. I don't really care. Like, both, both <laughs> these teams can fuck off. I don't care. All right, yeah, it screams the under to me, but um, I'm also not going to watch it and not going to place it. So, um, I might right, go man. into the cards market because it, it, there's like five yellow cards in this game. I think. Okay, okay. So we do have the two two games on a Friday is interesting. So right after that, we have uh, Southampton Newcastle, and I really I really like Newcastle here with the the plus point five. Um, Southampton last weekend they lost Danny Ings for You're four to six Newca- weeks. Betting on I, Newcastle, how does that I, feel? How I, talk to me, dude? It, it feels okay. It feels okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Southampton losing yeah. Ings, uh, Bertrand, Bednarek. Um, they're just injured right now, and the way Southampton have been playing, this reads like a straightforward match for them. But I'm really into Newcastle. Draw no, uh, draw no bet with the Southampton injuries and defense. Um, this just seems like like Callum Wilson are going to get it. He's going to get a goal here. You're, you're doing I, too much research, man. You're doing way too like. Oh man, what what can Southampton do without Burnerick or, or Bertrand? Jesus, I mean, those yes. two are like the most high quality players I've ever heard of. Starters, they're they're quality enough to start. <laughs> so it, it's it, one uh, would assume that shittier players are going to be coming off the bench. There, who are we gonna, Benarek we're could Valen- walk. Uh, it, it, you could walk through the door, front door. You would n- have no idea what he looks like. You know, maybe maybe someone's uh, angling to get themselves a jersey for our, our random kit exchange this year mm. with, with a, a Bednarak kit. Oh, okay, maybe I got it for you. Uh, so uh, your your process. Oh, for, sorry to cut you off. What what was your play here? Newcastle, the spread. Newcastle plus plus point five. Yeah, yeah. Um. So my my process on on making my bets is I on Sunday week before i kind of write down some notes and then i revisit them like today basically and see like what changes do i feel anything um i hate all of my bets i hate all of my bets that i made four days ago so 
Uh, I'm probably going to follow you no matter what. Okay. Uh, just because okay. I'm like, holy shit, like what changed in the last four days? But mostly it's the Ings injury. Uh, because yeah. I just don't think Southampton can can score in open play. They can score in set pieces all day long, but like it just doesn't feel right. Um, I I liked the over in this game. Southampton score and they concede a lot. Newcastle, they've scored 10 and conceded. Uh, 10 total in in the last three games like it 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 feels like it's going to be a high scoring game but since uh danny got injured i just don't know how to play it so i might uh i might tell you okay and it's not so another thing yeah here's a question for you Hmm. so they've been they've had a dual strike force at southampton now for um all season right it's been che adams and um and ings up front right historically speaking if you lose a strike partnership it doesn't necessarily mean that the other one is going to like it's not like we're rushing towards him to in like our fantasy teams, right? That, that's going to hinder his options. I don't know. I just I, I think it's going to I think Southampton is going to really be lack, missing Danny Ings, obviously, apart from the, just the goal scoring, but also the chances created and um, just the flow of the game. So yeah, throwing in Shane Long instead of Danny Ings is not uh, it's not something <laughs> that screams goals to me. Uh, yeah. So I. I yeah, the Newcastle pick seems seems good. Okay. Um, another very interesting game on paper, the early match on Saturday. We have uh, Man U versus Everton, and a, a couple of the uh, the naughty French boys are, are returning from suspension, and, and Luca Dean and Martial are both going to be back for this game. Um, Richarlison is still going to miss out, unfortunately. Um, I, I'm leaning towards some goals being scored in this game. Uh like Everton have scored at least two in their last three home matches and have been conceding two goals a game for their last six. Mm-hmm. Um, Hamez might be my, back. Hamez might be back. Yeah, I. You know, I'm I'm, I'm leaning towards the both teams to score and over two point five here at uh, plus money at plus one hundred five. What are your thoughts? Uh, what's the odds on that? Uh, plus one hundred five. Plus one. So it's even odds for both teams to score and over. Yeah. I don't know. Man, you've looked defensively pretty good. Uh, ignore the Champions League game. They were in Istanbul and they forgot <laughs> they forgot to uh have defenders back there. Um yeah. but like in the past, you know, what, two games in the league, like they've only conceded one goal against good teams. I don't know. I have uh, the Man U money line, but again, I made this bet uh on Sunday and now I hate it. Uh just because okay. Man U is just I don't know. You you got good value for manchester united versus everton i don't care how everton started they haven't looked that great recently and james rodriguez like he has a swollen testicle i don't know how one is supposed to be a good playmaker with a swollen testicle uh i don't know how that affects you it throws off your balance obviously he's going to be leaning he's just going to run around like in a circle like a listing boat well it depends on which one (laughs) that's the thing if it was like the opposite than his you know his left foot then yeah that's the information that i need to know so okay what we need to be placing on is a dramatic golasso from a free kick with some major curve on it from james rodriguez anyway um So, oh, Lord, this, this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, fo- I'm gonna follow you on this one. Both teams <laughs> to right. score in, in over two point five. But if if anyone has knowledge over which one it is, <laughs> hit us up on the twits, please. Um, just as as a note about this game too, the public is is backing the this to be goal scoring as well. Uh, the line came out at over two point or the two point five is the over under, and right now at over two point five is minus one forty. So that'll probably be a full three by the time um kickoff hits yeah so 
just place that bet now if you're interested. Um, all right, man. I know you said you didn't like any of your other games, but uh, what do you want to talk about? God, I hate all of them except for <laughs> except for a few. All right, dude. Uh, Spurs West Brom. The line for Spurs is just one, one goal, minus one. That's my note. It says Spurs are only minus one against West Brom. LOL. So West Brom, how many games are uh, into the season? Are we seven? Some teams have played six, but seven is yeah. the game we have. So that's about twenty five percent into the season, and West Brom have not had an xG over one in any of their yeah. games. And they even yeah. scored three goals in, in one of them against Chelsea, and they've never had an XG over one. And Spurs have the most goals in the league. So I don't, I don't know what more research do we have to do here. So Spurs are going to win by two goals, right? I, I agree with you. Um, the only thing I can add as to be contrarian is it looks like, at least with Sun, he appears to have swollen testicle. Score. <laughs> both are swollen though so he's gonna be fine <laughs> no he, he appears to have stopped uh scoring on every shot taken uh they were they were <laughs> okay god damn were, you son oh cold horrifically streak. i know horrifically horrifically overperforming i say horrific because i this is my least favorite team in sports overperforming their expected mm. goals so um maybe that could be reflected in the line here but no i, I agree with you spurs minus one seems like a gift yeah Maybe, maybe um, it's something okay. that Vegas knows that we don't, but like it just does not. It it's it's weird. It should be at least one point five, if not two. So definitely betting yeah. on that one. Yeah, and I do believe. Um, I know it's it's still going on right now, but Sun at least did not start the Europa League game today. Kane started, but um, that that bodes well for this weekend. If you're listening for this from a fantasy perspective, <laughs> I'm I'm personally on Sun Cap, but um. Uh, Chelsea Chef, you um, Chelsea without Pulisic and Havertz. Um, but I still don't see that being a huge issue here. I'm, I'm on Chelsea against the spread, just kind of like I was last weekend. Um, Chef, you have, uh, they've lost nine of their last 10 and have only scored three times all season. Um, I don't see this being the game that that uh, their big money signing with Brewster comes in and makes a huge um, impact. Chelsea's defenses look great uh, with Mendy and with uh, Thiago Silva and, and Chilwell really coming into form. Um, I just, it's simple for me. I'm, I'm going Chelsea against the spread minus 1.5. Like a two two zero win type thing. Yeah, you got, you got to go with form, especially with how they're doing defensively. But like they're scoring three goals a game now. Uh, yeah, I I mean I'm gonna bet the Chelsea against the spread. It seems like they'll even if Chef U scores, I think Chelsea are guaranteed three goals ish. Yeah. Um, are they at home? I don't know. I, I think they. I don't. I don't it, do, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. Hell, I might even I'm gonna bet on it separately, but I might parlay that with Spurs, uh, the spread and the spread. I, I bet I bet the money line for that on both is just about just under even too. That might yeah. be a wrinkle. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to say about Chelsea that oh just came out is that um Frank Lampard did. Are you gonna say sing the rest of the podcast? Chelsea. Well, it, I kind of it, it the thought that I wanted to share disappeared as soon as I started talking, mm. and so. When I get nervous, my voice goes up. <laughs> you sing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I take all of my, my notes on how to live life from Will Ferrell's character in Elf. So anyway, um, what the fuck was that? Vern, or, yeah. Frank Lampard did come out. I'm going to keep that, on uh, distracting you. So you lose, <laughs> uh, you lose your notes. 
Timo Werner is back uh, is now on penalties as their number one pen taker, which is huge yep. for our goal, our preseason golden boots bets. And also you might still be able to get a little bit of value about um, from him as an anytime goal scorer with that. Mm. Uh, that's probably going to start to drop off as you see with like, like betting Aguero when he's fit anytime goal scorer, there's not much value in it usually. And so I'm expecting Werner to get the pen, the pen takers, you know? Yep. But, um, what else do you want to talk about, man? I think that I have I have one other game actually, or two other games. But well, go for it, it, buddy. Um, Leicester versus Wolves. I've been flip flopping on this one pretty pretty hard, but I'm gonna good let's, game. Let's talk it out. This is a good. Let's game. talk it out. Yeah. So second place versus six, man. Um, Wolves <laughs> have had under two point five. That classic matchup. Second versus six. <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's nice to see to have it's two um, good teams. It's two good team teams. names that aren't the perennial top six as we like to yeah. call them in in those top in those spots. So um, Wolves have had under 2.5 total goals scored in 14 of their last 17. Um, they've been a darling team for me gambling for a few years now. But when you when you look at the stats like ex, uh, expected goals against and actual goals allowed, uh, Leicester are at least on par with them defensively. And I, I got to see the, the full 90 of Leicester's both uh, two last two games against against Arsenal and Leeds, who are two very different play styles, but also two very competent teams. Arsenal defensively and Leeds um, just kind of with their wild card offense of uh, playing styles. But I, I think Leicester get it done here. Um, I feel I feel like something like Vardy gets away on a through ball and Leicester make it their third win straight. So I'm, I'm on Leicester against my my darling wolves just lester uh against the spread minus 0.5 mm. i just like the under i mean uh, lester have one of the best defenses and and wolves don't score that much and they have a really good defense so under 2.5 like that's my play here oh i thought it had dropped to two even so i could be wrong yeah no it, yeah that's... It, it, it looks like it's going to be i think every wolves game is going to be like two two or less um yeah. still I, I i think it's more more likely to be the under so that's that's my play here okay that, i mean that's i that definitely is what all the data is trending for and i probably should just do that but um hey man if you got a feeling i, I just got a feeling on it and it's it'll probably bite me because tonight's gonna be a good on, night have <laughs> oh, oh, sing it Nolan. no no you're you're the singer of the podcast I, i'm the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um and last but not least for me at least um we're just gonna be pounding arsenal unders right I got a bad feeling. Um, <laughs> I was, no, I did not. I did not <laughs> I, plan that. You didn't plan that? Okay. No, I didn't. Uh, no, I got a, a spidey sense tingling on this one. I'm going to stay away. I think there's goals in this one. Shit, dude. Okay. Well, it opened. Uh, the public is is not in agreement with you. This opened last week at minus three, and it's already been hammered to min- uh, minus three is now at minus 140. So likely by the time this kicks off, this will be at under uh, 2.5. And... I mean, Villa's five of last of five of Villa's last six have been um, under and under two point five and straight in the last three straight for Arsenal. So the data is pointing towards no no goals being scored. But uh, if you got a feeling, man, yeah, <laughs> gotta trust your instincts. Yeah, trust no, I just um, yeah. Uh, for some reason, I look at this matchup and I'm like, ooh, there's you know, there's a three two or something like that. I don't know why, but that's that's just okay. what I'm thinking, and I'm just gonna stay away. Okay, and that is the last Premier League game for um, two weeks as we are heading into another international break as the season, the condensed part of the season, I think, is starting to open up now. So after that, we'll be back on um, Europa League and Champions League. I don't think it's going to be every week. I think they're going to go back to their two-week. Oh, thank God. Two weeks off. We can't so handle it. it should, 
Yeah, the uh, the fixture congestion. I think I could be wrong on this, but I think it, it opens up a little bit heading in towards the holiday season before the Premier League gets crazy. Yeah. But, um, hey, I, yeah. I have one more. Um, I don't have... A, what do you think about West Ham versus Fulham? I know we got to end like on a barn burner of a fucking game, but what, what do you think of West Ham versus Fulham? Um, so... My, <laughs> You know, West Ham did really, really well after a super tough stretch of fixtures. And I I think that we are going to have a reliable team to bet on moving forward into the holidays as their schedule um, opens up. But Hilaire really did not impress against last week. And I I just want to see I want to see them put in a good performance and dominate a a quote unquote bad or is okay quote unquote i mean actually a bad team in fulham before yeah. i'm gonna put money on them. That, that's, so that's my i'm to stay away that, that's what i'm thinking like you because i put down like oh god like west ham money line is like even money against fulham yeah. fulham suck but at yeah. the same time like west ham did really well against teams that are much better than them and then this is the stretch for west ham that they should be dominating teams and i just i need to see it in my own two two eyeballs first so yep. okay i'm with yeah, you yeah we're in agreement on that one okay awesome um all right buddy well i will go ahead and run through mine and then you can toss in yours afterwards so my bets here are gotta pull up my notes again all right newcastle i like them plus 0.5 i'm taking um both teams to score and over 2.5 in manchester united versus everton um, I'm taking Chelsea against the spread minus 1.5. Um, I'm going to be on Spurs minus one and then Leicester money line. Oh, and I'm going to jump on the, on the Arsenal under as well. Okay. Uh, all of my notes, like I just threw out the window, so I forgot kind of what I said. Um, I'm going to, you already said the man, you Everton, both teams to score and over, right? Yep. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, Spurs spread Chelsea spread. Man City money line, Wolves and Leicester under, and that's all I'm doing. Sweet man. All right. Well, I guess I guess we're done. Nolan, where can you find us online? I, 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 James, <laughs> I guess we're done. Uh, you can find us at uh, drawnobet.com. Wait, drawnobetpodcast.com or drawnobetpod on Twitter. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we're going to take the international break off because those games don't mean shit right now. And then we will be back in two weeks. I it think. sucks and because probably- I like betting on internationals, but like th- with COVID and everything like that and Nations League, like it's so stupid. I don't, yeah. I don't like it at all. Yeah, and uh, we both let, let the podcast notes show that we both hate betting on internationals. But if we get a good feeling about one, it'll be on our Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we will, we will bet on them. Don't worry about it. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. And we will be back probably earlier on in the in the week as we're getting back closer to our normal schedule. I think after, I don't know, probably we were recording Monday and Tuesday of, of last season pretty consistently. So now with with uh, Europa League and Champions League kind of starting to even out, I think we'll get back to James. Uh, no one cares. <laughs> Honestly, it just pops up in their feed. You don't have to explain yourself. Oh, dude, I'm super anal about podcast releasing on time. If, if I don't have a podcast, if I'm used to something at like, dude, I, what, back when the world was normal and I had a commute, if it's like, if it's not there on a Tuesday at 6 a.m., I'm like, it, I don't know, man. I'm, I yeah, I guess Monday. people do have like their Monday show, their Tuesday show. Like I, I fold laundry on Wednesday and I listen to X podcast. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's assuming that any of our listeners have jobs. I mean, <laughs> come on, let's, let's be real here. All right, guys. Well, it was fun. And I will talk to you soon. Goodbye.